And you know, I was playing this worship song, uh, song at home yesterday, and I was thinking that uh, it would be really nice if they could sing this song today in a church. And then suddenly I heard a voice of God saying that He knows all these little uh, things we want. He answers to our questions and He knows our desires and He knows what we want. And um, I I was so touched, so moved hearing this worship song today. I'll be very quick today to say what I uh, prepare to say. Um, I might run out of time, but I'll try my best. You know me, I am... A thinker. I really like to think and probably someone is laughing at right at the moment, you know, because they know me that I really like to think about different things. I started to raise questions such as where is my heart? What I am doing here? What are my priorities? What they my uh, best priorities and I think that was from God. God raised this um, state of my you know mind uh, on purpose. I pray Lord that I, ha- I I should say what I have to say and Lord please uh, please I'm asking you that my words from my mouth will reach hearts. Uh, I want these words to be real, to be l- to be life-lasting words, the words who prophesize life. Yes, and, you know, and I was thinking and thinking and thinking, this is what I normally do. And, you know, I came up with this thought that eventually for someone who believes and who doesn't believe could sound like a good life formula. Um, You can believe, you cannot believe. God, you know, shares everything nice and uh, beautiful with everybody. And, you know, um, in some cases, the same evangelist is, um, is used to kill people. If we put our priorities in uh, some shelves, in wrong shelves, they shouldn't be there, these priorities, they become like a weapon to kill people. If you know uh, this movie about uh, Book of Elias with Denzel Washington, it's a good film. Uh, And if you don't know this film, please watch it. It's a good thing. And uh, and, uh, there is an enemy who is searching for this book because he knows that if he has this book, he owns this book, he's going to be very powerful and he's going to um, to be really active in the world. Sometimes, sometimes um, our priorities, they mix together. When we, when we give, when we give our priorities, when we give our strength and our time for something that, that is really important and very good, but this is not from God. And then we waste time. We waste time. And then devil starts clapping his hands together instead of, instead of worship, worshiping God. We start to worship creations 
But God never comes second. He is always first. He is priority number one, always. And um, a second step for a human being, uh, we sometimes we um, we can become really like um, tightened to something what is um, what is very emotional, and you will do everything to repay for someone who's done something wrong to you. You take it on your shoulders and you do everything of everything for judgment to come. And then you take your psalms, you list, you st- uh, you start reading your psalms and you think, okay, but David did this, this, did the same, but you are mistaking. You are mistaking. And I'm raising a question right now. Where is our heart? Where are our priorities? Where is number one priority? Bible says, where is your, where is your best things? There is your heart and you are going to invest everything into something what is from God. And I really want encourage you to raise the question. It doesn't matter you are, you believe in God or you don't believe in God. Raise the question. Who is your priority one? Is your priority your family? Is um, your ministry, money, glory, well-being? What is your priority? I am mixing everything together because, you know, in this mix, there are some good and bad things. But if these good things, they stand in front of you, but God becomes the second, you are mistaking. And, you know, you can come to destruction and this season, which started with the pandemic and now, you know, situation in Ukraine. And, you know, these circumstances, they're calling us long time ago to put our priorities together. If we put, if we don't put God as a number one, then everything else might vanish. And the world shows it. If you put everything like, you know, money and other things together as a first priority, there is nothing left. And there is so much danger, dangerous things because the world knows where are we weak. We are very weak. If we don't put Lord as a number one and if we don't put his, his cross first, automatically, the you know dark darkness and devil is going to start acting in your life it it's a good thing to preach evangelically and to share a good news with with other people if evangelically without without god is nothing and then someone might blame you sometimes i feel like christianity and church makes me feel sick if you put priorities in into wrong into wrong um, shelves, you are in a position like you are, are going to you are going to be sick. You feel like okay, where I am, where is my family? Who loves me? Because my priorities were they're in the wrong place. God loves me and probably God tells you constantly that he loves you. His word tells you that he loves you, but your priorities, they're wrong. And you are in a position that you, you are going to sick. If you build your life 
on a different foundation, I am not surprised that God is going to be nothing in your life. We call it dry Christianity. My mouth is dry. I don't even want to talk about it. I need to build my, my life myself because no one else is going to build it for me. And the worst thing is, you might be really successful to build your life on this earth, but when you approach your last day, which can, which can come like this very quickly, with one finger, you know, you can click your fingers and it might come, the day might come and you might think like, okay, so I devoted, devoted all my life to build my life, but I'm not going to take this with me. And the Bible says you are not going to take tangible things with you, the target of God, or maybe what is not the target of God. Shall we speak about what is not target of God? God is not going to say like we, we are going to build like a tower for yourself and you are so proud of it and you are helping other people and you are, you know, you are worshiping God and you give sermons to other people. But that wasn't his target, God's target. God, God's target is not for me to be proud of what I am doing. Devil's target is for me to become really proud with myself. Yeah, yeah, and if you put your priorities in the wrong shelves, devil might start acting and he might turn things around. But the God's goal is for us to see God, to see Him on the, we have to come, we have to be more humble. We have to be more humble if we put ourselves, um, higher than we are this is not where we are you know in the bible we can um we know there in the bible uh, god washed uh, someone's feet and you know speaking about these times it was uh, it was a uh, it was a big deal to wash someone's deal for jesus to wash someone's uh, feet but this is how christianity looks like as a human beings, we want different things. For example, we want our business to grow, and and we don't even think if God wants us, wants this to happen. Vilma, I I really like you mentioned this thing that God searched the heart. God searched the heart because He wants our heart. He wants to be priority number one. Christ wants to be priority number one. He wants to be in control in every single area of your life. I don't know how this is going to look. It, could, it, it might be really personal. It could be five minutes in the morning when you give your uh, heart to Jesus and then you say, uh, Jesus, only you, but no one else. God is the, um, the number one. He's the highest priority. And I would like you to open um, Joan Evangeli, uh, chapter 15, verse 5. God says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is, this is what God is saying to us. And the see, you know, last season showed us that the end might come very quickly. And if we are not ready, we are not ready. And you know, this is, 
This is the truth of evangelism. God says, I am, I am the vine and you are the branches. And the minute you start to realize it, you think that you don't need to be the best. You don't need to be, to be the best. You don't need to work all the jobs. You don't need to carry out all the tasks. You realize that all you need is the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. But then the minute you realize this verse, the heavy, the heavy, um, thing on your shoulders goes down. And then you realize that you don't need to be everything. You just need to be a child of God. And maybe God is going to send me somewhere. Let's say he's going to call you to be a president. Okay, that's fine. But if he's going to be a number one in your life, in any storm, like Paul is saying, in any storm, I was, I wasn't hungry. I had food. With Lord, everything is possible. And in any storm, you will be able to say, thank you, Jesus. I have you. Today, I can see death. I can see death. And thank you, Lord, you stayed with me. And I can feel soon, I can feel that soon I'm going to see your face. We're going to see each other face to face. And this is not a, this is not a, uh, very easy position but the first thing what we need to do is to to think about our priorities he died for you god died for you john 3 verse um 2 matthew 6 32 um your health is in christ because you've been healed by his wounds he is your re reassurance in a storm because he is amazing God and he is able to reassure us in any storm. Corinthians says in your peace, your peace in every single storm is in Christ. Philippians 4 verse 6. Everything is written in the Bible that his word is, speaks to us every day. And I can tell you a, um, a I can tell you that we are going to have storms in our life. Life is not easy. Life is strong. But if your priority is Jesus, he's your number one, then in the storm, in your storm, your emotions might be connected to the, um, to the pain, to something what happened previously. You say, Jesus, it doesn't matter what happened. You are my number one. And even now, my life ends. Now, you are my um, number one. And I believe that one day, not one day, today, we can say what Paul is saying, that we are crucified together with Jesus. And uh, God lives in me. Jesus lives in me. That th This means that this is not me. You know, Paul did so many things, but his words says, I, uh, I think that I, I saw everything and I had everything and people call me a, a church God, but this is not me. I don't live. I don't live. Jesus lives in me. And this means that 
you know, Paul's priority was Jesus, his name was Jesus, and he was number one in his life. And we have to understand that Jesus, God himself, loves us the way we are. Even before we came to this earth, before before birth, we think we are very nice people, we are very kind. But you know, he saw us before before he created us. He knows how we are. And he said, I love you. Stay in me. Stay in me as, as this branch, little branch. I am your vine. Without me, you're not capable to do anything. Stay with me. I am your vine and you are my branch. This is what God is saying. And you know, at the end, seriously, God is not waiting for you in the future. You might think, my Twitter's what you are thinking. Why God is not waiting for me in the future? You know why? Because He's waiting for you now. Today, He is waiting for you. He wants you now. He wants you if you are angry. He still wants you. If you are angry with yourself, He wants you. If you are in a position where you've done something re- wrong, He waits for you. He's not going to wait until you are going to clean your mess. He's waiting for you now. He's waiting for you today and right now, the way you are. The one who knows the best. I'm talking about human beings, but um, and the one who got broken and he wants to judge. He wants to, but God is saying, you are not going to clean your mess. I am waiting for you now. Come, come to me now. I'm waiting for you. Come today when you are tired and uh, when you logically don't understand what is going on. Come to God. Uh, and maybe you don't say it loud, but you, but you are really blaming God for something what is happening in the world. And you f- maybe you are thinking inside that, you know, how God, what God didn't know that these things might happen, what kind of God he is. But he's waiting for you now. He's waiting for you. Lord, I am praying, heal the hearts. Heal the hearts because of wrong priorities. Heal my heart. I want us to see you and to follow you, to live for you. Because everything comes from you. And without you, we are not capable to do anything. Lord, please heal our hearts. And let us stay in you. Because you stayed. You stayed. You sent your Holy Spirit to stay with us. And we are not alone. Thank you, Lord. That you are not letting us to go too far. You are stopping us. Then we need to be stopped. And you are speaking to us. Thank you, Lord. Father, I am praying. Please help us to hear your voice when you are talking to us. Christ, you are the word, the truth, and the life. Without you, we are not going to find life, truth, and the way. Amen.